Welcome to the Fiddle Studio Podcast, featuring tunes and stories from the world of traditional music and fiddling. I'm Meg Wolbis-Speller, and today I'll be bringing you a setting of Gilsaw from an old-time jam at the Peabody Heights Brewery in Baltimore, Maryland. Hello, everyone. I hope you are well. Today I have the topic, Fast Doesn't Make It Good. It's been a month since I recorded. It's very nice to be back. What happened in the last month? I almost feel like I need to catch up a little. Our album came out. Ah, my album with my husband. It's called Broke the Floor. It is on Bandcamp if you want to buy it. Or you can listen to it. Yeah, basically anywhere music is streamed. Musically, I've been focused a lot on the concertina. I've been playing my concertina all the time. Mostly learning Irish repertoire. On the English concertina, I need to get an Anglo. I'd like to to learn both of them. Charlie, uh, my husband, has been practicing tenor banjo. There are a lot of things. I just came home from fiddle hell. There's a lot of things I would like to learn to do on different instruments and on the fiddle. I'm trying to keep my focus to one thing at a time. So set the goal to be able to play Irish tunes at kind of a medium session speed on the English concertina, and then I'm going to move on. I don't know. See what's next. So this topic, fast doesn't make it good. (laughs) When my oldest child was little, we got them a book called Complicated Doesn't Make It Better, which was a book about design. Yeah, getting the hang of speed and how to use speed in traditional music is, I think it takes a little while. I see people go through different phases. So, (laughs) you know, in my early 20s, I, I started this fiddle camp and taught a lot of kids to fiddle. So they'd come in, they'd be playing things, learning them very slow. And they would get faster and faster and faster. Basically, keep playing the tunes. If they could play it faster, they would keep playing it faster. But it didn't always sound the best at top speeds. The kids had to grow up and mature a little bit to be able to see that. I feel like if you look around to other kinds of music, other genres you right away see that really, really fast music is like, it's not the norm. It's not the norm in pop music. It's not the norm in classical or really a lot of kinds of music. I I will say my kids listen to one kind of music called speedcore. It is the norm in speedcore, but I don't know why people would want to listen to that. <laughs> It's like when I say, please put your headphones on. I was thinking about speed because I was walking around when I was at Fiddle Hell to hear all the different jams. And I think the fastest jams were the intermediate fiddlers. So they were the ones. They had gone through this this process that I I saw with the kids when I when I taught at camp where they play slow. And then as soon as they could play faster, they would play faster and and keep going, going, going and get to this intermediate stage where they're playing everything as fast as they can. And then start to pick a variety of tempos, play things a little slower and enjoy 
different speeds. And I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm not saying you should play everything slow. That can also be a phase <laughs> I've seen artists go through. You know, I, I grew up in the same area as the Van Nordstrand brothers, Andrew and Noah. Noah was on the podcast a couple months ago. And I remember when they played fast. And then I remember <laughs> when they played slow. And all of a sudden, everything they wanted to do was very slow. It was like, ooh, the slower we go, the deeper and more meaningful the music will be. I mean, the the really interesting thing about that was that that Andrew came to camp that year and he got the kids to slow their their tunes down. You know, all the kids who've been playing a while, who were getting really good, playing really fast. He's like, we're going to take some simple tunes and play them slow. And the kids are like, well, this sounds boring. Aha! Well, what can you do to make it sound more interesting? He was really making them pay attention to the rhythm of their bowing and shuffles and adding double stops and making the tune sound very rhythmic and getting the beat in there. And I was impressed because I was like, oh, I don't want to be the one making these kids play slow. But uh, yeah, Andrew, he brought that to them. I think it made a lot of them better. So if just playing fast doesn't make your fiddling better, what does make it better? That phase beyond everything fast and beyond everything slow where you're enjoying a variety of tempos, whatever tempo you are going, you want to have your spot on the beat, you know, whether you're playing at the front of the beat, maybe a contra dance, kind of syncopated pushing French Canadian style, whether you're playing right in the middle of the beat or kind of behind the beat, which, you know, Judy Hyman and some of the old time fiddlers talk about playing on the back of the beat. Um, you see that in jazz too. So you're not just rushing, but you're really focused on where you are in the beat and kind of sticking right there, wherever the beat is. I'll know if I'm playing too fast, if I'm moving around on the beat, I'm not hitting it in the right place every time. Also, if I if I can't improvise, if I want to take a little break or I want to play something a little differently, add in some ornaments that I don't usually do and I I can't get them in there, my <laughs> my brain kind of short circuits and my hands won't do it. And usually it means I'm just playing too fast. I'm trying to play too fast. What I would suggest, food for thought, is noticing music at different speeds. People think about fiddling as always being this fast thing. Notice the different speeds that professional musicians will play tunes at and how that can sound good, what you like. I mean, go ahead and notice how most music is done at a variety of speeds that are not super, super fast. And then go ahead and try playing at those different speeds. Experiment with trying to make your tune sound really awesome, really rhythmic at every speed. And let your tunes breathe, basically. When I talk about not playing it so fast that I, I can't improvise on it, I can't spice it up, add new stuff, I'm playing it slow enough that the, the tune can breathe. And I can breathe while I play the tune. Yeah, breathe. That's another thing. A little bit about playing fast. Our tune for today is called Gilsaw. Sometimes I see it G-I-L-S-A-W. Sometimes it's like two words, Gilsaw. 
It's an old-time tune from Missouri. This is a D major tune, usually done in standard tuning. This tune comes from the playing of Pete McMahon, who is a Missouri fiddler in central Missouri. You'll find it on Charlie Walden has a list of 100 essential Missouri fiddle tunes. It's on that one, Gil Saw. And of course, Howard Marshall, Missouri fiddler, researcher, writes about it. He said about this tune that there was a fiddler playing it while busking at the Wabash Railroad Depot in Montgomery City, Missouri. And someone, either McMahon or his uncle, heard it, learned it from that fiddler who was busking with the tune. And, you know, asked the name of it, and he said it was Gilsaw. But he thought, maybe that was the guy's name was Gilsaw, or maybe that was the name of the tune. Who knows? This tune goes by Gilsaw. It is featured, I don't know if you guys know about this collection, Gene Silverberg has two collections. One's called Fiddle Tunes I Learned at Tractor Tavern. And the other collection's called 93 Tunes I Didn't Learn at Tractor Tavern. This guy has a sense of humor. So Tractor Tavern was an old-time jam in the Seattle area. So these are old-time tunes from the Appalachian Mountains originally and some sort of Midwestern tunes but they were collected in the far Northwest, which is where Gene Silverberg was playing and collecting tunes. And this book is still around. You Sometimes you can find them both as a collection, or you can find one or the other. Tunes I learned at Tractor Tavern, tunes I didn't learn at Tractor Tavern. This one is in the didn't learn. Yeah, so that book is an interesting resource. Yep, and now we're going to play the tune, Gilsaw. You can find the music for today's tune at fiddlestudio.com along with my books, courses, and membership for learning to fiddle. I'll be back next week with another tune for you. Have a wonderful day. Bye.